Hello, everyone. Uh, welcome to Superhero with a Cane podcast number four. Um, today, I want to talk about um, something uh, a little bit different. You know, um, I've learned that <clears throat> meditation and mindfulness uh, will actually uh, help quite a bit. Now, you may be um, floored to hear me talk about something like this, but um, living with multiple sclerosis, um, living with disease can be um, pretty um, anxiety-producing, stress-producing, if that's a way to phrase it. Um, I mean, one of the symptoms of multiple sclerosis is um, depression and anxiety. You know, and it, there's times, I mean, I do quite a bit. You know, I, I exercise, I go to physical therapy. I, you know, like I just mentioned, I practice meditation, mindfulness. I just, I, I've been doing that. Um, but there's times where, for no reason, there's just uh, so much anxiety. And I don't know if that's, um, you know, that could be with any disease, you know, any chronic illness. You know, maybe it's um, just the, the worry about the future, Um the stress of, you know, the financial burden that can be put on you. You know, we're, we're currently living on disability and my wife's work of all time. But, um, yeah, things are tight. So that creates stress. And, and I don't know, you know, the one thing that, that I'm not exactly sure of is um, is anxiety and depression a, um, a symptom of MS because of the neurological part, or is it uh, spurred on by all these other factors? It could be, you know, a combination of the two of them. So, I um. Anyway, you know, I I learned. I learned about um, meditation and mindfulness, um, mainly because I went to you know I was looking for another outlet. Um, of how to help myself. And I went to um, Integrative Medicine, uh, Dr. Leopold in um, Hackensack Meridian, and met with him. And one of the things he suggested was, um, you know, I talked to a, a therapist, which I, I've been doing for years. I took a break and now I'm back, um, which helps tremendously just to have an avenue to, um, to vent what you're thinking. And uh, something else he, he recommended was that I go to, um, I take something called heart math, which is, um, it's a level of, you know, I guess meditation and mindfulness. I learned this, um, I had to go through uh, a course, I can't remember how many weeks it was, it might have been, you know, six to eight weeks, something along those lines. Um, and heart math is really like learning how to breathe to uh, calm down your, your body. So what you do is in heart math, and I'm, I'm going to do a, uh, I'm, I don't know if I'm going to do the best job explaining this because um, I'm certainly not a uh, doctor or a psychologist. But you know, I le- first of all, I learned years ago um, by Googling and somebody telling me about you know, I, I always, I would have trouble falling asleep. So I, I Googled, um, sleep methods and someone taught me about the, uh, 
is a four, seven, eight breathing exercise where um, you breathe in for four seconds, you hold your breath for, for seven seconds, and then you exhale through your mouth for eight seconds. And going through this process um, puts you in a state where you actually, it's called the sleep um, breathing exercise, I believe is what it's called. It's called the four, seven, eight breathing exercise. And by doing that, it actually helps you fall asleep. So I, I learned I learned that breathing um, the correct way at certain moments can have a, a drastic effect on you know your your physical and, and how you um, react to things, perceive things. So I thought, you know, what the hell if I can do this with breathing to go to sleep, then maybe it'll help me, uh, calm down at certain points during the day. So, um, yeah, I learned, I went to heart math and what, um, I learned was that if you take a period of time during the day, you know, for me, it works best, you know, in the morning and, um, you breathe in and out. And as you're doing that, you know, I, you know, I, I know you think of meditation, you're like, all right, I'm going to be on some friggin' uh, mountain with a uh, sunset behind me in some goddamn yoga pose. Um, excuse me. But uh, no, I sit on my couch with uh, my hoodie up. I close my eyes and, um, you know, I visualize uh, breathing in. And it's, you're supposed to be picturing, you know, or imagine breathing through your chest, like if you could do that, um, and through your heart. And breathing in and exhaling. Um, you're supposed to focus on something that brings you joy while you're doing this. You know, I, it's the part that I always struggled with. Um, focusing on something that brought me joy. Uh, I, I focus on things I thought brought me joy. But, um, you know, as, as I'm going to tell you in a, in a few minutes... Um, that wasn't the case. So, but I, I did practice heart math. I went to the, uh, classes in the morning. I would sit there with my hoodie up and I, I breathe usually three or four minutes. Um, I tried to try to do it in the afternoon too, if I could. And I'd focus, I try to focus on something that, you know, I thought brought me, uh, joy. So, you know, I did this for a while. Um, and then I, I stopped somewhere along the way. I'm not sure why. Um, I just stopped. And um, so recently, I got to look at my notes because I'm freaking forgetting this. So um, recently, a friend of mine, um, a friend of mine that's in the uh, healthcare industry taught me something um she told me a story about um living with cancer um you know the anxiety and and stress that that would bring on and um you know i i i talk about living with multiple sclerosis it's the symptoms of that every day and i and it's it's bizarre but i i often think about you know like why i get this disease why couldn't i get some other disease i don't know if that's positive negative i'm not sure what it is it's just thoughts that go through your mind but this person um 
had cancer and she had to have um, surgery to remove parts of the cancer that affected her. Um, during this process, like after her um, rehab, she learned about a, um, a method. She learned about a frequency called the 528HZ frequency. Now, I, I'm going to go off on a tangent here, and I'm going to try to explain this the best I can. Um, she learned about it through whales. Um, she loved scuba dive, uh, had gone to uh, on a trip where she happened to be scuba diving, and uh, there were whales out present in the um, in the ocean or wherever she was. And um, she, <laughs> where else would ocean? Where else would whales be? <laughs> Not like they're going to show up in a lake, right? <laughs> so, yes, the whales were in the ocean. Um, <laughs> the whales were on a cliff. <laughs> so the whales were in the ocean. Um, and she, the, the noise, if you ever, like, you know, listen, if you're watching, if, whether, what, whatever, however you know this, if you've heard the noise that whales make, um, it's it's very peaceful, but... Something that they operate at is a, uh, it's called a 528HZ frequency. It's a frequency that um, is very healing and uh, it's supposed to be uh, put your mind at ease. There have been studies about this. It has to do with its effect on the endocrine system. I don't really know what that means, but all I do know is that um, it makes his, makes your brain uh, relax a bit, um, puts you at ease. So what I started doing was, like anything else, I Google the heck out of 528HZ frequency. And there's all sorts of um, music, uh, like meditation music, that is recorded at this frequency. Um, I found out, again, through a friend that uh, John Lennon, believed in this frequency so much that when he recorded Imagine There's No Heaven, um, he recorded it at the 528 frequency. So I've been Googling, you know, how does 528 frequency affect the brain? Um, I've been finding music. God. I'm tired. Um, I've been finding meditation music to listen to. Um, so what I started doing was, um, I started back with my heart math and as I was doing my heart math, doing my breathing and focusing, I would put on, I would Google five to eight, uh, frequency music. And I'm just this morning I was looking at it and, um, I know there's an app you could probably get that, that will give you the, you know, I'm looking at my son as I'm saying this. Sometimes there's an app you could probably get that will give you all these different sounds, and uh, but I'm stupid. I just Google stuff and pull up what I pull up. I, I should download the app, I guess. So anyway, I've I've had options with um, what to listen to when it comes to the five to eight frequency meditation music. So in the morning when I do my heart math, I put my uh, pull my hoodie up, I close my eyes, I put on something that has the five to eight frequency music. And I um, and I do my heart math that way, so I focus. So what, like what naturally happened, was um, 
all of a sudden, like the things that I thought would bring me joy uh, didn't even enter my mind. Um, what entered my mind was in our old house, we had a, um, a pool, in the ground pool, which I absolutely loved. And um, I would go out there Saturday morning, Sunday morning, whenever it was, whatever free time I had, and I would um, clean the pool. I cleaned the pool. I checked the chemicals. Um, put the uh, Polaris, the pool cleaner in. Um, I do all sorts of, you know, skim it. So all of a sudden, as I'm putting this 528 frequency music on, and I'm focusing on my heart math, just this, this naturally just came into my mind about me skimming the pool. And I never realized until then, like how peaceful uh, that was, you know, how, um, I guess it brings you joy. I guess it brought me joy. Um, but I didn't have to think about it. I just was doing it. And um, so, yeah, that's, that's the thing that, when I, I meditate and I focus I um, and I, I put the music on, that's what comes to my mind is that I'm actually back there in that moment, skimming the pool, cleaning the pool, um, doing all those things. And uh, it just relaxes me. Um, now, I'm, I'm a big fan of, you know, like muscle memory. Um, you know, I, I learned years ago when I used to, I used to exercise. I, I still exercise. That's another day, maybe. But um, I do what I can. But when I used to go to the gym, I used to lift weights and, and exercise. You know, I learned that when you're you're working out, your muscles, you know, actually tear and have to be have to be repaired. They rebuild. So that's like muscle memory. The same thing um, can happen with your brain if you. If you make it, if you condition your brain to go there um, and to relax, to become a, a state, then I think like all the other things, the uh, all the other anxiety, depression, stress, um, naturally don't seem as bad. I'm not saying that this is uh, perfect. I'm not saying that this is a cure for whatever disease you have. Um but it helps. I mean, I, I personally believe that, you know, I think I've calmed down quite a bit. Um, <laughs> I don't know if everybody in my family will say that, but um, I think I have. Um, when when stressful situations popped up, pop up, um, you know, throughout the day, you know, maybe like a, a more of a sense of calm comes about you. Um you know, I, I, I think I've just, maybe I've been conditioning my, my brain to go there. So I just, I don't react the way I, uh, maybe I used to, cause I know it's no good for me. Um, and yeah, I still, I still have moments where I wake up and I have anxiety and, um, but it's, it's not as frequent. Um, it seems like it's not as bad that this actually works and, you know, there's, there's science behind it. Um, I'm, I'm probably not doing a very good job explaining it. Uh, all I know is that I've Google, Googled my mouse all effed up again. Um, I've Googled the crap out of the 528 HZ frequency 
uh, music, its effect on the brain, um, what it does to, to your uh, body, and there's science behind it. Um, I've tried, I've read, I tried to read it and take notes about what the science is, and I just can't do it. It's too complicated for me to try to explain. And again, I'm not a scientist or a doctor, so that probably adds to it, but um, it helps. I, I'm a big believer in you doing whatever you can do to help yourself. Um, these are, are stressful times that we're, uh, we're under. Uh, and living with disease um, is, is no joke. You know, uh, living with primary progressive multiple sclerosis is no joke. You know, every day, uh, every moment, there's a reminder of living with it. Um, so I, unless you're doing something to help yourself, um, it really, uh, I think, could really take over your life. Um, and affect how you make decisions, how you treat others, uh, how you operate throughout the day. Um, what are we doing on time? Yeah, okay. So, 18 minutes. I didn't even realize I was talking for 18 minutes. Wow. So, I feel like I'm not, um, <laughs> even during this uh this episode, I feel like I'm not as amped up as I usually am. Maybe because it's the topic. I don't know. Um, I hope it's not boring. Is it too boring? Okay. Joe Rogan material. <laughs> Joe Rogan material, he said. Um, okay. Well, anyway, um, you know, for me, you know, there's there's other facets besides uh, medication. Um it's mindfulness, it's meditation. You know, for me, I still, you know, I, I do exercise. I get on my recumbent bike five times a week. And I, I do, you know, 20 some odd minutes and I have some exercises I do and I go to physical therapy. So it's up to us to um, decide to, to fight. And, um, and the way we fight uh, is maybe by taking it down a notch. And allowing our bodies to uh, adapt and heal, if that's um, something you could do. If someone, uh, I I went to my uh, support group uh, last week, and someone made the comment about, well, how do you meditate? Well, I don't know. I just think I explained it pretty well. <laughs> learn. How do you learn anything new? You know, you, you fuck. Oh, I said it. <laughs> I was going to try to get through a whole podcast without saying it, but I said, uh, you, you fucking read, you listen, you learn, you know, I had to learn years ago when I was in sales and, and, um, doing my seminars and training that, um, I didn't learn by sitting down and reading. I learned by listening. So I used to buy every book on tape I could. And, um, that's how I learned. I would drive. I mean, I would have hours in the car at times. And every time I got in the car, there was something back. That's back when you had DVD players. There was something in my DVD that was um, a, a learning uh, tape, something I could better myself with. So um, how do you how do you learn anything? You know, you got to figure out what your best way of learning is, and um, be committed to it, and actually care about it. Um, you know, for me, I, I thought this was an important topic because. Um, 
you know, disease and, and living with multiple sclerosis are, are pretty stressful, um, stressful things. So what can we do to um, adapt to it, you know, adapt something other than medication? And, uh, and I, I believe that stress could, uh, well, it's, everybody believes stress is uh, the enemy of disease. Uh, it just can bring anxiety, depression, fear, you know, you name it. So whatever we could do to um, combat stress or deal with our, our lives in a way that kind of ch- allows us to chill out, um, I think it's important. So I think that's it for today. Um, anyway, I hope this benefits you. Um, if I didn't do a good enough job, you know, please um, talk to your, your doctor about maybe, you know, if you need to talk to a therapist or um, you want to Google the 528-HZ frequency and how it affects your mind, do that. Um, Google heart math, uh, how to breathe and, and meditate. You know, f- figure out what is best for you and you got to just do it um, and be committed to it. You could learn anything if you put your mind to it. Just decide you want to do it. Okay. Have a great day. I'm out.